Hey guys, you're listening to Sound Scrub, a place where I get to dissect the writing, production, and recording process of a song with the artist and producer. I am your host, Lisa Dene. I'm Ob. I'm a French musician, producer, and singer. My real name is Raphael. Um, and I'm French. I'm based between Paris and France and Chicago, Illinois, and I've been playing music since I was three years old, I believe. And yeah, I'm super lucky and fortunate to actually play music and write music and produce and tour the world when it's possible um, on a daily basis. (laughs) Nice. And And thanks for having me on. Yeah, of course. And today's episode of Sound Scrub, we're going to be talking about Sunflowers by Obe. And I want to start with the lyrics of this song. So what is this song about and what inspired you to write it? So uh, Sunflowers obviously kind of goes back to the idea of nature, right? And Mm -hmm. flowers and the fields and all of that. And basically the whole theme and title kind of comes from the context in which the song was written which was, you know, with no surprise, the the whole international situation. I was fortunate to be in the French countryside, 30 miles off Paris. Mm -hmm. And basically, I was fortunate to be surrounded by nature. And I think in the midst of this, this whole crazy thing, I I started to notice more and more nature and what was around me. And amongst that was you know, beautiful flowers and fields and sort of the quiet nature that grows every day. And I think it kind of just struck me to, you know, maybe not focus so much on myself anymore yeah. through my lyrics, but just start kind of, you know, through the the theme of the flowers and this whole quiet nature to kind of explore maybe broader emotions or human emotions, but through that spectrum. So, uh, yeah, I thought it'd be just interesting to not, you know, sort of name my song, my feelings, this or that, and just kind of talk about flowers you know as a kind of trivial theme and i think the whole lyrics kind of yeah go around that idea of this relationship between our emotions our situations and the nature around us yeah yeah and you know what i actually i really like that because what did you did you write this recently like with all the recent events going on okay right Yeah. Yeah. Because the whole, yeah, the whole sort of context of this song and this sort of mini EP I put out a week ago called beauty and stillness, you know, kind of goes back to that idea of like the stillness of nature and the beauty of, Mm -hmm. you know, this sort of out of time moment. And again, like being super fortunate to be in a good place physically, you know, like being surrounded by nature and seeing all these different things, you know, um basically i it was it was funny because i kind of stopped writing music like probably maybe yourself probably went through the same thing i don't know but certainly a lot of my friends composers writers producers kind of stopped uh because it was so intense you know we sort of had to all take a step back and we couldn't just go on right um but i think in just like that sort of pause again you sort of creep back into the music through different approach right Mm -hmm. and and for me it was my environment and yeah that's why it just felt natural to write in a very short period of time this song and just kind of get through you know it was such an intense thing i I think i started it what in like mid 
April or like late oh, April. Okay. And it just took me, yeah, it took me two weeks from the first note to the last mastering touch, which to me is like in my process is absolutely mind blowing. Cause usually a tune will take me like three to six months. Probably, oh, wow. You know? Yeah. Usually. Yeah. I'm like a really not slow, I would say, but just like too precise of a guy. I'll do like three twenty four different takes and versions of everything. Right. <laughs> this was, a, you know, I'm sure you can relate maybe yeah. in, in some manner, but it's kind of humbling to just go, let's write about a simpler theme and let's mm -hmm. do it in a simpler approach and then sort of stick to that and get it out as quickly as possible. You know, yeah. I like that. Um, did you, for this particular song, did you write the lyrics first or did the like guitar melody come to you? So the sort of first guitar lick that you hear, mm -hmm. um, which is the intro, that sort of arpeggio, dun, 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 like that little thing was actually the very first notes that came um, weirdly, you know, uh, I was just messing around with a different alternate tuning on the guitar mm -hmm. and just had this little thing come to me. And then I was like, all right, this is a tune. You know, it was one of these moments where, actually had been you know off of writing music and writing lyrics and just through that little phrase i was like oh this is too exciting i gotta write something <laughs> uh and then the lyrics kind of came after but but not not too you know not too long after it was kind of a, a sort of unity process both kind of complemented each other i'd mm -hmm. say yeah Well, I really love, I don't know if it's violins or some sort of string instrument <laughs> that you use, but I really love right. that um, part that you're basically like following your melody. And I just really, right. really enjoyed that. I thought it was so beautiful. Mm. Um, so oh, thank you so much. Yeah. So where, where did uh, that inspiration come from? Like pulling in that instrument? Right. Well, um, you, you have to know about me that I started music through the sort of organic approach of having two incredible musician parents. Uh, my mom being a harpist, my dad oh, wow. being a saxophone player. Yeah. And actually, my dad is playing on this tune. Uh, you don't really hear oh. him because he's just complimenting the whole -na 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 uh -huh. uh, on the saxophone. But he's actually playing tenor. Oh. And uh, you, on the first chorus, you can actually, it's a cello that you hear mainly. Okay. You can actually kind of hear bits of the, the tenor um, complementing the, the, the cello. Certainly, I'll send you if you want those little sounds so you yeah. can hear them. Um, and yeah, basically, I started with the cello when I was three years old and I oh, wanted wow. to play the cello. I kind of went up to my mom who was teaching Harper and I was like, I want to play this. And she had no choice uh, <laughs> just to give me... <laughs> the tiniest cello they could find, which is basically a big violin, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, I just played the cello without doing anything else for like the next, what, 10 years probably. Uh -huh. And uh, and then I kind of stopped to go to guitar and singing all right. these things, right? And basically, um, during this lockdown, I was actually at my mom's place in the countryside. And so the cello was there and I hadn't touched a cello in ages. And, you know, being a guitarist now, 
I didn't lose my whole right hand motion. Mm -hmm. So I was able to actually play. I saw the show. I was like, I got to do something with that. And again, being in that sort of state of mind of organic elements, Mm -hmm. flowers, nature, this very simple, humble way of going through music. I thought, well, in the midst of my whole song, let's have cello. Let's have some little notes, uh, some chords, whatever. And then I go, well, that, you know, that little lick is just in of itself what I need like the dun, 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 dun. it's so mm-hmm. simple why not just double that yeah. because the cello as you know is like maybe one of the closest instruments to the voice that there is right mm-hmm. so uh at least to my tenor kind of voice mm-hmm. so I was like let's do it and what I did was basically record that little bit of melody on three different octaves basically on the cello so you think it's violins and like low cellos or whatever it's yeah. just the cello you know, through every register possible. Yeah. Wow. Wow. (laughs) That's so much fun doing that. Yeah, well, I'm so glad that you picked that back up. I I used to play violin, <laughs> and I I oh, too wow. like I yeah I found my parent or I found my violin like at my parents' house too like during everything going on, and um, I tried sure. to like pick it up, but it's too small for me. So I'm just <gasps> I right. I love that you you know you saw it and you picked up the cello again because it's it's a yeah. really beautiful any string instrument is so beautiful. Um, So I'm, I'm really glad to also know that that is an organic sound and not something that you just added through. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And also it's funny because uh, you know, I've been working also as a composer a lot and I've been writing music for, you know, short films, commercials, different kind of things. And, Mm -hmm. and in these contexts, you'll use, you know, virtual instruments. Most often Uh, you'll just end up having this whole symphonic orchestra that's just you playing midi keyboard right and and that's the way it is and I certainly went through that too and the whole idea here was to go kind of against that back to again the simplest way to do it which is just pick it up it's going to be nothing but perfect uh but at least it's going to be honest and it's going to be you know who you are in that moment and certainly you know I was kind of you can hear I'm out of tune but it's like whatever, I just want to go for that organic sound because in the realm of pop, uh, and I'm sure, again, you can relate to that, we're surrounded by all these beautiful electronic sounds and drum kits and this or that. Even the drum sounds actually are in the laptop. They're not real drums. And they, uh, I made them and produced them so that you feel like it's a live drum, or mm-hmm. at least that's what I wanted to do. But I, I still want to have as much organic elements as possible. I think it really just adds this warmth um, to the to the globe. Yeah, it, yeah, it was beautiful. Well done. Did you <laughs> hit? So you produce this yourself, right? Yeah, it's okay. all me. Yeah. Okay. Did you hit any roadblocks at all? 
Wow. So many, I think <laughs> like in our, in, in our process, you basically are just dealing with roadblocks every day. Yeah. And, but you know, through time, I've just come to see myself as a kind of problem solver, right? I'm like a little mathematician, you know, I'm presented with whether it's technological problems with the laptop or just compositional right. issues. My job is to find like little ways in the big maze, you know, and I think there's a beauty of that. Uh, certainly, I can think of one, which was um, when I actually hit the um, the chorus part, uh, the I've been growing on my own, that whole part. Mm-hmm. Um, I had the sort of basic idea, but I just thought I lacked something. And it's that kind of moment you just can't figure out why. Is it the lyrics? Is it the melody? Is it too repetitive? Is it not enough? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just kind of, I remember it was a Monday morning. I just went on and on from like nine in the morning to 1230. And, and finally I did something that I never do, which is I went to my mom <laughs> to actually ask her, who, you know, she's, you know, again, a great harpist and composer and she's so open-minded and supportive as you could imagine being my mother and and she was kind of surprised I went up to her to ask her because usually I wait till the finish line to be like this is the final product and you mm-hmm. know and this time I was like mom can you help me and I started she's <laughs> like all right, all right sing in front of you know sing it to me which I got super shy to <laughs> sing in front of my family but you know that's you gotta you gotta yeah. work through that and, I, and I, I went up to her and I was like let's do it you know so I was excited at the same time to kind of write to play to her right and I started playing the, the beginning and then I get to the chorus and I start singing the chorus and she kind of stops singing and she goes, oh no, you, sh- you should go there. And then she points out a little tweak in the melody, which is, uh, I think it's at the lyric uh, I've been searching for a while. It's not the exact melody. So like the first intervals are like a fifth, like no 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 no. I've been running these empty roads, and then I go, I've been searching for a while. That line, she was like, you should you know sort of quit the fifth and just go a different melody. It'll just like impact more. And it was one of these moments where I'm like, oh shoot, you're <laughs> exactly right. You got it. And then I go, I'll give you, I'll give you some lyric, you know, writing credits if you want to ask out. <laughs> she just laughs. You're like, no, you, you good, you good. Just, you know, dress the dishes and we'll do <laughs> And that was it. moms always know best too whenever you get stuck so yeah I was gonna ask if you turn to either (laughs) of them for advice uh when you do get stuck so yeah yeah Yeah, it's 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 always good to have that you know comfort kind of little cocoon right yeah (laughs) yeah it's nice well I want to know what your favorite lyric line is in this song that's a great question (laughs) hmm it's funny um, because it's it's quite repetitive mm-hmm. uh, because I, I, I just like the idea of sticking with that sort of chorus. There's basically, let me just look at my lyrics. I, I tend to forget my own lyrics, right? Oh, Which is yeah. kind of stupid. But, uh, <laughs> I do that all the time. I'll just ask people, what's the line here? <laughs> and they're like, it's your song. <laughs> um, that's, yeah. Well, the, just a little uh, expression, uh, beautiful stillness 
beautiful stillness with kind of which echoes the beauty and stillness that one is definitely dear to me mm-hmm. but i think the one actually i like most is that little very short second verse which is valleys come and go the poetry of silence i walk when i'm sore blue sky to fit myself so i think um is is valleys come and go and i'll walk when i'm sore which basically just uh it's it's a, an image a very vivid image i had of me um around my house again in the countryside there were like little valleys very like smooth valleys and fields and it just echoes the moments i had in these in these roads very very like um vivid moments i was actually running a lot during the lockdown um mm. uh went out to just for runs you know as like a way to feel some sort of freedom right and and some sort of calm um and through those runs they really started to inspire actually the theme of like i've been running these empty roads that other line um but yeah just i don't know if you run or if you've experienced some of uh those outdoor kind of experiences but they certainly bring some intensity and to be in those valleys and to feel the pain in my muscles but to think the valleys are always here right mm-hmm. there's this beauty there's this quiet beauty in nature always being here right and we we worry so much about our earth as we should but we should also remember that earth as a whole will be there when we're mm-hmm. gone and which is a really deep and weird idea to wrap your head around but the idea that because the valleys are always going to be here they come and they go because there's lots of them but they're in the ground they're rooted that means you know, I have to be rooted too and never stop. I have to like keep going as much as I can. That's what it kind of appealed to in my head. And I thought I'll walk when I'm sore. As in like during these runs, I tend, you know, I used to get so tired, but I thought even when I have all these blisters on my feet, I'll just keep walking, but just keep the movement going, you know? Um, I don't know. It's, it's very like, just as I'm speaking, I'm realizing how not precise I'm sounding, but also these moments are just like felt you know and it's uh it's hard to just pinpoint uh words and expressions that's how I felt but it's a feeling that even just talking about it I can feel in my bones like those emotions I had back Mm -hmm. then it's funny um so yeah every time I hear sing that line I just my head is just back and it was a Tuesday I remember sunset I'm just back there it's quite quite powerful honestly Yeah. yeah Wow. Yeah, I'm, de- I'm definitely not a runner, but <laughs> but I knowing yeah. like the meaning behind this song now and how it was written right. recently, I definitely can relate to like, even though I wasn't necessarily like in the moment with you, I can relate to right. that moment because, um, yeah, I mean, I've, I've taken hikes uh, during lockdown and, and I right. really like stopped to appreciate um that's yeah i was gonna ask you this yeah did you feel that too yeah Yeah. that sort of sense of you're rediscovering yeah everything around you're like that hike that trail those birds it's beautiful yeah it was it was (laughs) you know yeah especially like here in la because you know everything's so like fast-paced and like you can't Mm. like really stop to like when you're on a hiker like i was on actually a road where normally cars drive um, where I was right. able to see because no cars were allowed. So I was able to actually stop and see like a beautiful image of downtown, but also leading up mm. to it was just like a valley 
Um, and it was, it was mm. just beautiful. So I totally, um, yeah, now knowing that you wrote the song re- very recently with everything going on in the world, mm. um, I, I hear the song in a different way and I really enjoy it, um, so much yeah. more than mm. I did. Um, so yeah, thank you. It, oh, it, thank yeah, you. It's just really beautiful. Do you have a favorite production element? You kind of know mine already, but I'm interested to know yours. <laughs> um, is yours the little cello oh, yeah. line? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Oh, that's it's funny. Uh, well, I certainly enjoyed that little element for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, also, let's see, uh, production. Yeah, the because that little lick you hear. Uh, it really just sounds like this string arrangement kind of thing, but you have to realize that it's actually deeply layered. And so I'd say my probably favorite process was to get those layers to work together and to feel like one big, you know, da na 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 na. You just it's like an orchestra. Yeah. But it's actually made of the cello, the saxophone I mentioned, mm-hmm. the tenor saxophone, but also some trumpet. Uh played some trumpet oh, wow. um on there, which kind of again come in at that point where you know i just um kind of quit the vocals and it's just the instrumental going on um there's some trumpet I also recorded some um prophet synth to kind of yeah get it to sound a little fatter um and yeah just to get the right balance was was a key a key moment in the production process which i really enjoyed it was to i remember just having probably just a full day sitting on my desk trying to hear every little nuance and 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 just adjusting levels to the point where you wouldn't you wouldn't just go oh that's the element you wouldn't notice one thing that would peek out and rather just be in the flow of the of the phrase and i didn't want an instrument to feel more important than the phrase itself if that makes any sense Mm -hmm. um so i wouldn't want you to go um oh wow that trumpet sure sounds fire <laughs> but rather like oh like mm, that's the melody i want you to hum that melody mm-hmm. afterwards you know, that's my point that's my yeah. goal you know <laughs> for sure <laughs> all right well before we wrap up here i actually want to know where your artist and producer name comes from oh wow um well so my name is obe um and obe is a french word it's actually French for dawn. Um, oh. uh, and so Ob is a um, name I came up with when I really just started the project. And I just sat down, tried to figure out who I was and still am in a way, right? Mm-hmm. But the notion of Ob for some reason of, of dawn just appealed to me as something so beautiful. The idea of a blank page every day, something new, something fresh, the possibility of, writing new sounds and going new directions every day and, and every time you you play or write music. Um, and yeah, it just felt so natural that I didn't even think about it twice. I was like, okay, I'm Ob. And actually Ob is spelled in French, it's spelled A-U-B-E. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, it's actually, yeah. And, and so I spell it A-V-B, mm-hmm. V being the Roman U. Um, as you know, like Bulgari or whatever, you know, Mm -hmm. these words. Uh, And the reason for that, it's a little anecdote, but basically when I was a kid, I used to be really a fan of symmetry and I used to write everything symmetrical. I used to be a little obsessive kid, like a little OCD kid. And and Ob was one of the first words that 
from the first time I saw it, I would just spell it with a V because the A and the V just complement oh, each other. So <laughs> that's funny. And like, it was such a natural thing that I never questioned that to the extent now that when I, whenever I see old AUV, I'm like, oh, man, it's, they misspelled that. Oh my <laughs> you know, that's what I, yeah, because it, I don't know. And then the notion of Dawn itself having the A and the V, you know, that sort of shape right, that's right, just right. in front of each other as like the day and night and this sort of constant dual relationship. To me, it wasn't even a question like, oh, I'm old, like AVV, that's me. Um, so, yeah, and now I'm realizing that it's, it's kind of a tricky name. Wow. But I also love the idea that, you know, if you're in the U.S. and you see uh, AVB, you're probably just going to pronounce it AVB, which is mm-hmm. fine. But the idea, kind of like Bunny Bear, is if you get to that deeper layer of understanding of the project mm-hmm. and what I do, like you'll call it O and you'll know why. And so you'll be in the club somehow, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. As ironical as it sounds, you'll be like, you, you'll know my true reason for things. And, and you'll have some, somehow maybe a deeper relationship to the music or the project. And that to me is kind of beautiful. <laughs> wow. That is so dope. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that is really, really cool story. Wow. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So interesting. <laughs> um, yeah, I totally see like the, I have it written down right now. So yeah, the A and the V and then right. the whole yeah. analogy. Of I the might dog. just come up with a logo at some point. I, I might just yeah, have a really should. dope logo. Yeah, I, I just got to work on that. But the idea is there. And, and it's funny because uh, some days I wake up and I'm like, have I made a mistake? You know, people can't pronounce right. it. And then, I, you know, I look at some other musician like Dermot Kennedy. Oh, you can pronounce that. That's simple or whatever. Like Sean Mendez, that's him. Mm-hmm. And me, why, you know, how come you can't pronounce it? But then I'm like, I actually wrote a de- um, note on my iPhone. I wrote a note to myself that every time I doubt my name, um, I, I reread it. And it's like, it's just me talking to myself like, you found your name, you found your identity, and you're very lucky. Never forget that, you know, you came up with this name for a very specific and natural reason. And you should, yeah, you should cherish that. So every time I doubt it, I just go read it. I'm like, that's me. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Never, ever doubt that. I mean, some people can't even yeah. pronounce mine, Danae, which, you know, right. like, Danae, they're just yeah. like, what? <laughs> but um, no, yeah, never <laughs> doubt that. that. Oh, my God. Because that's a really, yeah. really awesome story, too, of how... Um, oh, I appreciate that. Yeah, how, how you came up with that name. Well, awesome. <laughs> um, um, any last uh, cool, interesting facts about the writing, the production, or recording process of this song? Mm, let's see. Well, honestly, I'd be just down to let people hear it and re-hear it uh, and, and, and just like for people to hear or find in the song what they want to find you know and i wouldn't want to impose my vision i certainly have overthought this process a lot and too much but it's also part of the deal you know it's like someone making a movie you have to be in it so intensively like the last week of production basically working you know 14 hours every day for seven days without even stopping Mm -hmm. um so at this point i just wouldn't want to project my vision but i would be just so honored that people would would listen to it and just like shoot me a message telling me what they feel and what they hear and and what they like or don't like about the song honestly that would be the the best blessing i could have at this point yeah well can you tell the lovely listeners where they can download and stream sunflowers and where they can follow you on social media 
Sure. Uh, well, so you can find all of my music, including this track, Sunflower, on every streaming platform. Uh, you just type in Obe, A-V-V-E, and the EP is a three-track EP called Beauty and Stillness. And that's kind of everywhere. I also put out a great, um, very humble little music video yes. on YouTube. You can check out called Sunflowers, made my, by my great friend and um, director, Hugo Antmeyer, a genius, uh, just genius video, a videographer. And he just came to my house in the fields with its cheapest camera for 24 hours. And we just shot whatever, whatever came to mind and this little thing. So if you want to check it out, I'd love that. And also on Instagram, um, Ob Music, A-V-B-E Music. And yeah, again, if you want to shoot me a message, if you like the tune, I'll gladly respond and I'll be very, very honored if you if you do so. And uh, yeah, and thank you so much for all your wonderful questions. It's, it's just weird, but weirdly great to think about these things and kind of go outside of my zone and contemplate yeah. what, you know, what I wrote and what it means. But I certainly appreciate your input on yes. the song. It's, well, thank been, you. Yeah. Lovely. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on my show. Yeah, it's been really, really awesome. Like learning about uh, more about this song. It, it, it truly knowing where you came from, putting this together. Um, it really does give for me personally a new meaning to the song, and I just really mm. appreciate it that much more. So very well done. I loved it. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Lisa. And again, thank you for your wonderful questions and just having me on. Yes. It's a pleasure. Trying to find a way Honesty isn't a choice It's been a Someone finding my voice yeah. The fields around me grow Beautiful stillness I somehow can't let go Of a question stuck in my head To download and stream the full song and learn more about the artist, please visit the description of this episode. Make sure to follow me, your host, Lisa Denae, on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter at Lisa Denae Music. Thank you for listening. Just-